Welcome to The Pulse Headline News. Thank you all for joining us all around the world. Let's start off with some music today, then we'll get rolling into the show. Enjoy, everybody. Let's do this. Bienvenido a las noticias de titulares de Pulso. Gracias por ser parte de la familia Pulso. I envy the cup of coffee that kisses you every morning That pillow caressing your cheek when you are tired and yawning I'm jealous of the steering wheel you wrap your hands around That seatbelt's on your chest, hearing your heart holding you down I envy the cup of coffee that kisses you every morning Cause I'm missing you way too much I'm missing you, missing you way too much And I'm wishing you were right here Because I'm missing you way, way too much And I know that it's so silly of me All these stupid things But I'm missing you, missing you way too much I'm missing you way, way, way too much And it's unfair Am I crazy to wanna hold you Like the clothes on your body Ooh, I would trade places with the air that rushes by you so softly yeah. I would jump over the edge for you to get to you I'm missing you, missing you way too much And I wish you were right here because Way, way too much And I know that it's so silly of me All these stupid things But I'm missing you, missing you way too much Missing you way, way, way too much That you got the things I need But they're always out of reach That I always have to dream To get you next to me And it's unfair Even the stars that shine Get to see you at night It all reminds me of you And maybe that's the reason why I'm always missing you way too much Yeah And it's unfair. 
The Clear Sky Lodge. This show brought to you in part by the great people at Clear Sky Lodge, where the stakes are the best in Alaska. Don't forget Wednesday food specials and pool tournaments on Friday nights at 7.30. Clear Sky Lodge, located at milepost 280 Parks Highway, Anderson, Alaska. Open seven days a week, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Give them a call at 907-582-2251. Tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you. We have been reasonable, responsible, asked to sit down with the president for months. He is making the decision that he wants to put the economy in jeopardy. I don't know what more I can do and how easy. I would bring the lunch to the White House. I would make it soft food if that's what he wants. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever it takes to me. I just don't know what's changed from his comments before when he says it's not right if people don't sit down and meet together. That's binomics in action. And the American people are beginning to feel binomics. Good morning or afternoon, wherever you may be. All those listening around the world. Welcome to The Pulse Headline News. Today's Friday, July 28th. That's right. July's gone quick. We're looking at it in the rearview mirror. Good morning, Scott. How are you this morning? I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Enthusiastic as always, man. When <laughs> yeah. I tell you, uh, you you got you got tagged on for your song this morning. Just to let you know. Um, Fine. Yeah, I know. Care less. I know, right. <laughs> you're so loving you're so loving and caring this morning you know um I'm, i feel it i feel the love man you know i really do um you know i i feel a lot of love uh like today just to let you know today's july 28th it's national milk chocolate day you know i figured you'd get excited over that one are you excited yeah kind of yeah yeah Boy, you're real responsive this morning, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, currently 67 degrees here in uh, the Denali Borough. We're looking at a high of 80 today. I want to give a quick update here for the Denali Borough. Uh, for those that are seeing the smoke in the area, we've been monitoring a fire for the last two days now. That is uh, kicked up. It's about five miles from us, about six from Ninana roughly uh and is closing pretty quick and munching some ground out there uh we are monitoring it like i said uh it's currently grown to about 2000 acres right now they've had uh uh type 2 choppers and uh fixed wing out there dumping uh retardant on it trying to knock it down but it did uh pretty much grow 
significantly last night. Uh, they do have a type two uh, forestry team coming in on Saturday. And uh, but like I said, you guys will notice uh, those here in the borough, you're probably seeing a lot of smoke, smoke covering the highway and uh, some ash falling in Ninana as well. But uh, let you know that it is being monitored right now. And um, yeah, it's uh, we'll keep an eye on it. That's right. Munch in the ground. <laughs> no, Shep, it's not a sex term, but it could. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. You know what, Scott? Let's just get rolling this morning. What a great room. Let's welcome uh, everyone in the room. Miss Hanny J. Welcome. Russell, King of Overnight Podcasting, is in here with us as well. We also got Barton here. We got the old man. The old man with the old man's podcast. Good to see you, brother. Uh, love you, man. Also, we got Sheppy in the room. Uh, Nana Rick's here. And also Shane, the bald guy. And I just put out invites as well. Uh, room will start growing here pretty quick. And uh, let's just do it, Scott. Let's do it. What do you got? Well, that uh, as he's, that opening, what's the it? opening song was by a girl named... Corey Kelly. Yeah. Um, she uh, has just had one of her largest breakthrough hits. Uh, that is a newer song. What mm -hmm. is the song that you played? Um, but okay. That's okay. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, that's okay. Let me, let me get the name of that song. So, um, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. I actually don't have the name of that song. Anyway, okay. You're she's... Old. Uh, yeah, she's she's uh, the the news about her is that she passed out at a restaurant. And she was taken by her friends to Cedar sinai in Los Angeles. OK. And uh, the doctors diagnosed her as having blood clots uh, all over, all inside of her body. Oh, her, no. All throughout her legs. Um, uh, blood clots next to her heart. Um, she did write, which is weird how she did this. She wrote a letter and okay. posted the letter on um, social media uh, saying that, you know, she's doing as well as she possibly can, I guess. Stable. Yeah. Um, there, she also stated that doctors say that there are still some things to uncover um she's also yeah so near her legs near her heart near her lungs um she's basically just riddled with blood clots oh uh, no okay uh, and and of course uh, uh the the pundits have come in and have obviously said oh it must have been covid shot or yeah global boiling Global boiling. You're gonna go back to that, huh? <laughs> the orb. Yeah. Has she been orbed recently? Has she been orbed? Yeah. Now they're throwing out all sorts of stuff. I was looking at it too. I mean, I I know, you know, a lot of people don't even know. You know, she she really didn't get any notoriety up until the last what few months since she got right but she's an an old she's an artist she's been around for like a decade yeah yeah uh, yeah but she's, uh, she's she 30 just years got old. her yeah. yeah she just got her break um, yeah 2010 uh, was when she was on american idol 
you know, and she caught her, uh, she caught her big break out there. Um, she was on YouTube for a long time as a teenager doing, uh, doing some work out there. I re I remember catching up with some of her, you know, her stories out there, you know, and, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's sad to see. It's sad to see Torres. Welcome to the show. Um, it's just one of those things. We'll have to keep up on it and see how she's doing. Yeah, her uh, upcoming EP that is 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 said they're expecting it to have large sales is named Tori. Um, when asked about what that EP meant to her, she said it represents the happy place I've been in the last few years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That, yeah, just uh, Sad more, stuff. More, more, yeah, more news than that. Um, TMZ put out an article. It's a uh, Tori Kelly scared and broken. Mm, okay. Hey, Torres. Yeah. So I don't know. Just sad things that are happening right. out there. Yeah. Okay. For all those uh, Tori Kelly fans out there, like I said, she's uh, she's been around a while. Yeah, and, and, and I and I will say, um, I, I I I didn't mind uh, going through her catalog. I I picked that song for a reason because I thought that's a live version of a song. Yeah, and, and the performance on that's excellent for yeah live performance. Yeah. So. Okay. All righty. Let's move on. What else you got? So I've got an update on Chefgate. Okay. Here we go on shift. By the way, I got messages on that. Aberrant, welcome to the show, along with uh, Scrabble RX. Uh, I got messages on that, dude. After we did that story yesterday, people were literally freaking out. They never knew that chefs were being murdered out of the White House. <laughs> they had no idea. Chefgate. Let's just call it Chefgate. Um, yeah. No one else is talking about this. We we did a pretty good spot on it yesterday, but I wanted to let you know that uh, yeah, I got a lot a lot of emails here and messages here at the Pulse talking about uh, Chefgate yesterday, and uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, go on. Let's get an update here. What do you got? <laughs> I've actually got I've actually got quite a bit. Um, so the details of this are starting to uh, come out. Um, okay and they're uh they're strange really is it like all over the place let's hear it what do you got let me let me uh i'm, I'm trying to i'm gonna get a an infographic in the an infographic. okay eric uh, welcome eric, to the we'll, show we'll, we'll go ahead and uh discuss this so this is an infographic of the area where okay um uh where uh What's his What's his name? Uh, Tafari. Yeah, I think his name Tafari Campbell. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, yeah. So this is the what the police put out. They show you can see where Obama's house is. Um, neighbor suffers medical emergency, where cops said the nine one one call came from, and then as you see, the where the paddleboard was discovered mm -hmm. was just right next to. Obama's house. Um, so that this isn't the controversy. Well, this is one of the controversies. The controversy is 
the person who was obviously with him yeah went all the way over to that other location to call 911 right yeah so um there's that that's weird um another thing is the call logs from the police have been called or been, okay. been asked to be um seen and they blank out the person who called uh, but they do give you one detail that it was a female mm. so he was with a female interesting jafari um, was 45 years old um he yeah so his paddleboard was found on on uh the great egerton pond which is what you see there in front of obama's house um let's see if i can find this other information about the girl um, okay cdp yeah. welcome to the show so a timeline would be that uh seven seven forty six p.m a 911 call was was uh, made to report that he had fallen and could not make it back to the surface hmm. um the didn't we we discussed it right wasn't it in like eight feet of water six feet of water yeah the whole pond that's the, the whole pond. pond yeah yeah the deepest part was like eight yeah. feet of water yeah so the origin of the call came from Wilson's Landing, a paddleboard launch light site that's two miles away from Obama's house. Well, mm. if that's two miles, then he was definitely within about a half mile, I would say. Yeah. Where his board was found. Um, so Egerton Police Department logs from July 23rd, the night of the drowning, show a call at 746 the time the call was made to report Campbell's accident, but the, but the reason was left blank. It was also described as coming from Wilson's landing, which is two miles from Obama's residence. There was a swarm of activity in the venacity of Obama's residence on the night of the accident. A neighbor recovered his paddleboard sometime after seven 46, but his body wasn't retrieved by police until the following day. At 11:40 that night, a neighbor. Oh, at 11:40 that night, a neighbor. That's where this thinks this neighbor suffers medical emergency, right? Um, and a nearby resident suffered a medical emergency. Um. Yeah. Uh. So and he was a strong swimmer, Bart. Yeah. Yeah. He actually. Go yeah, ahead with yeah, that. That there's there's actually uh, he he posted on social media him doing laps in an Olympic pool. Yeah. Like, like, like time runs. Right. I mean, so I think anyone who does that is, uh, I would say, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say strong swimmer means you know how to swim well and you're not going to sink. Yeah. I, I think what he, what he was doing is experienced swimmer. Right. Right. Well, that's a, like Bart said, things that make you go, Hmm, because this is not the first time something like this has happened to a chef out there that's come out of the White House. Um, we talked about it yesterday. And I, I don't know. I'm starting to see some. What did we say yesterday? Maybe the chef knows too much. <laughs> I don't know right. where to go with it. Yeah, but there's something. So Something hinky's going on. Right. So let's do let's do a timeline so we kind of know what we're talking about here. So we got Sunday okay. is when the calls came in. 
right? right? Eight o'clock at eight o'clock at night. And then his body's found um just before midnight Monday. Right. Eleven forty at night. Right. So over, yeah. over twenty-four hours. Well, here's where the conspiracy. So the call is an unidentified woman. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. No one knows where the Obamas are. The last time they've been photographed or seen was in Greece with Tom Hanks. Right. Remember where they were making those comments about um, about uh, how um, how hard uh, people of color have it financially while they're literally sipping champagne on a yacht off of a Greek island. Right. Right. So they, they had a little controversy while on that vacation, but that's the last time they've been seen. They'd like just disappeared. Um, but then um, uh, uh, Sasha and uh, Malia mm-hmm. were spotted at the airport in Massachusetts leaving Martha's Vineyard on mm-hmm. Tuesday. See, now it's starting to come around. It's it's starting to, for those listening, it's starting to come around here. You know, uh, even the old man goes, where are the Clintons right now? <laughs> Let's talk about this chef. He he was, uh, Scott, you had some more info. He wasn't, he was not only the chef for them, but wasn't he the chef for um, one other? He kind of, he kind of. Uh, moved around right in the no, white no, house no I, you're confusing it with the other one the other one that that was yeah, <laughs> dismissed i should say right the one the, the the chef who died before him in a drowning in the middle of a mountain yeah right mm-hmm. a drowning in the middle of a mountain uh <laughs> yeah exactly exactly you, while, dra- hi- hi- while hiking hi- it yeah, yeah. In, Ta- in Taos, New Mexico, he drowned. Right. Susie, welcome. Yeah, how many chefs? Uh, this is number, what, three? Four? No, it's just, just two. Is it two? I thought it was three. But this covers all the way back to the Clintons. Yeah, exactly. So uh, all of the, uh, yeah, we've had chefs die in every administration. Right. Um, leading up to Trump's administration. Right. So. Uh, the other guy was Clinton's and Bush, Bush's chef. He kept him on. Uh, okay. Sound like he was super famous. For the, right. <laughs> for the food he made. No idea why why he's dead. So yeah. Um, interesting stuff. You know. Right. Here, Definitely. Um. Uh oh. Uh oh. Don't do that. Uh oh! What do you say? What do you What do you got? Clicking weird buttons here. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I'll I'll throw another picture of of uh Tafari here. Yeah, another another v- victim of the Clinton body count. Right. Yeah, <laughs> another one. Yeah, Rambler, welcome. This is just interesting. I mean, this is not like it's because sometimes we get these 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 news stories like we we brought up yesterday. And the reason why is because it starts to put together a little bit of a pattern and a little bit of a 
what the hell, you know? <laughs> so that's why we do these. But we don't throw them out until we start getting confirmations of things, just to let you know. <laughs> All right, Scott, there we go. The big uh, the big chef uh, caper is still moving on. Um, I tell you, it, it's so spread out, right? I mean, where's everyone at during all of this? I don't know. We're going to, yeah. There you go, old man. The pattern's pretty big. Uh, We're going to see some more stuff on this, I'm sure, Scott. We'll just keep up on it. All right, what do you got next? Let's do it. Oh, I thought you'd you'd play your 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 uh, binomics clip. Uh, you, you want the binomics clip? I yeah, I uh, I always uh, got binomics, you know. That's binomics in action, and the American people are beginning to feel binomics. Binomics. <laughs> and 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 so the question was asked yesterday by us: uh, who's who and how are we feeling? How are we feeling these binomics? How are you well, feeling? Yeah. Well, let's let's just uh, let's give let's give the floor to the vice president of the United States, and she will tell you how binomics oh, are, uh, are are uh, are feeling. Are, are feeling? We're going to be feeling it here. Here we go. Let's go ahead and play that clip. Most Americans are a four hundred dollar unexpected expense away from bankruptcy. Oh, oh, there you go, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Right from the horse's mouth. Four hundred dollars. That's that's by nam by dynamics. Dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is your binomics in action. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's binomics, right? You you recognize the sound? There we go. What do you think, Scott? Is that about right with it? Yeah. We're punning music again today. Yes. <laughs> you gonna start I like, singing? I, I, li- I like the B side to that single. Wasn't it called Bankruptcy? Bankruptcy. <laughs> Four hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right. Sorry. After yesterday's pun with music, I mean, I couldn't help it right off the bat. Uh, Four hundred dollars away from. Uh, yeah. Let's hear it again. Most Americans are a four hundred dollar unexpected expense away from bankruptcy. $400 away from unexpected expense away from bankruptcy. That's Bidenomics at work for you right there. What do you think, Scott? Well, I, I think uh, that's actually probably pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I would say so. Yeah. Amber May, welcome. Good to see you, hon. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, there we go. Bidenomics at work, you know, I love it. All right, let's move on. What do you got? We're going to talk about gasoline. Gasoline, gasoline. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Have you noticed something going on lately? Mm, no, I haven't filled up a tank in a while. Should I? Probably not. No. <laughs> uh, ga- gas prices are again soaring. Um, again? They've, they've now hit an eight-month high, um, and that's according to AAA. Really? Yep. Um, so prices at the pump in the U.S. have hit an eight-month high this week to $3.73 per gallon for regular. California's mm. average is the highest at four ninety-five dollars per gallon. Mm. Wow. Uh, yeah, there's your 400 bucks, Bart. Spirit Talk, welcome to the show. Uh, no, I haven't even noticed. You know why? I know this is sad to say, but I really don't drive our vehicles that much. You know that. I'm pretty much in town or in, you know, maybe even one of the department vehicles or this or that. Susie fills up the cars all the time. So I I don't even notice. You and I actually talk about it all the time, though, our difference between like here and, you know, fuel prices between here and like Tucson, right? So, well, well um, Tucson's kind of like an an oddball because Tucson it is. is always late in whatever yeah. trend. I think we're I think everyone else is going up. We're going down right now. Um, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's so, it's kind of weird. You you and I have seen like a seventy cent difference, right? Almost right, eighty well, cents well, well, where we've been here. Deeper. here I'll, I'll change it to regular to so to be fair okay. Here. Let me see. So, uh, cheapest in Tucson right now is $3.29. Okay. Um, and if I switch over to Fairbanks, bloop, bloop, bloop. Four, 418. And that's actually at a commercial filling point called Alaska Fuel Services. Costco's right. at 419. Uh, holiday, uh, uh, 425. 425. Okay. And then, of course, we, we've got three bears in Healy, which usually drops a little bit below that, which is strange because it's in the middle of nowhere on the Parks Highway. You know, I still well, can't right. figure they, that out. They, they might, you, what you might be seeing is delay. Possibly, possibly. Because yeah. maybe they're not emptying their tanks as fast as everyone else's in Fairbanks. Right, right. So, so uh, I do well, notice, I do notice that, that, um, if you've got uh, smaller chains that yeah. are on the ver- on the edges of town, sometimes have lower gas prices. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, Russell put uh, out there three nineteen where he's at. Right. Yeah. They're in good old South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Let me look at. Let me see what Phoenix is at and see if it's like a state thing. Phoenix is uh, about three fifty. So Costco's three forty five um okay arco 347 349 uh you 76 i didn't even know they still had stations 349 27th really? ave indian school man you get a oh yeah it's, uh, right there right across the street from the the uh what do you call it once again we'll leave the light on you for you right. yeah. yeah i didn't even think about that yeah it's a it's a you know just a a gas station with a yes motel six uh, it's just got a little, you know, pay booth there with yeah, like, so you can off. literally get like cheap gas, 
meth right. and hookers all in the same all corner. at the same time right and right. probably find a coupon yeah tom Bodet. Yeah. once again we'll, we'll leave we'll, 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 we'll keep your pants off right <laughs> that's right union 76 i for i forgot about that yeah i because we used to fuel the trucks there uh when i had i had the one uh i had one office at 31st in indian school there you know in the little commercial area there and i never even thought about it we used to we used to run the trucks through there yeah ghetto <laughs> the only thing on indian school though you got to remember uh bill johnson's big apple is still there right the restaurant's right. still there i mean great breakfast great. oh she says no no it's shut down it's gone oh you gotta be kidding me man wow well, that's okay a shame yeah that is because that was like a that was a point because i only know of the two of them the, there was the one there right on indian school and the other one was in mesa around no no van buren's the original one van buren's the original yeah but the yeah, other one was the, right the same pretty much block there was like there was the original honey bears and bill right. johnson's yeah so yeah no, it's a neat old restaurant. Like, there's not, I don't know of any restaurants like that. The only commercial thing I could even say that's even close to it is probably like Texas Roadhouse. Right, right. So, yeah. Um, but you know, a place you go in there and they, they bring you a big basket of, uh, of, uh, rolls. Right. Oh, and they you were know. good too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Look at the old man. He knows what we're talking about. In the ghetto. Right? Um, that's for you, old man. There you go. As the snow flies. Right on down. 31st in Indian School. Gray, Chicago morning. A mm -hmm. baby child. Right. Want to get even more ghetto? Head on down to 7th and Dobbins. Hit the tracks, 29 and Lincoln. Oh, yeah. If there's one thing we can throw out Phoenix. Is another <laughs> oh, man. People, don't you understand? Your child needs a Scott's going to break out and start singing in a second. You're going to be an angry young man someday. I take a look at you and me. All right. Are we too blind to see? sing it scott give us a few bars one little thing that she don't need is another little vadio loco to feed in the ghetto nice wow <laughs> scott just did it for us there oh yeah <laughs> nice brother nice <laughs> hey for those that listened the other night uh I, I i know i brought this up yesterday but that song that scott did on the air when we did uh we did an after hour show after the variety show he wrote that song i just want to let you guys know he wrote that song uh not only did he sing it for his live but he wrote it and it was just absolutely incredible so scott i'm giving you big props on that one dude big props oh, thank you. Yeah, it was absolutely cool. 
absolutely cool. Look forward to hearing it again, man. All right. Uh, you want to do some more news since we uh, kind of skirted that and jumped right into the Phoenix ghetto? Um, Let's see. It seems like uh, yeah. we, we, uh, you went like Matrix on us. You there? Can you hear me now? Try again. Ah, he's back. back. <laughs> yeah, you went. You like disappeared Whoop. us. <laughs> Whoop! <laughs> oh, Scott. All right. Uh, what were you saying now? Um, about what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh, I've been. I've been. It seems like we've done this. This story. Yeah. Um. Before we we talked about this. Is it is it but, coming back? But, but but yeah. But I, I think that's the point. Is it's now it's now it's real. It's real. So we're, we're, so we're going to talk about light bulbs. <laughs> Oh, no. man, this horrible joke just came into my mind. <laughs> Go ahead with your story. <laughs> so um, starting next week, yeah. Americans will only be able to purchase LED lights from retailers across the nations, a nation as an official ban on incandescent light bulbs will go into effect. Mm. We did bring this up. So it's actually going into effect. So basically, once it's gone, the back stuff, the stuff that's, uh, yeah, you are. You're, the old man says you're spreading the light. Um, <laughs> it's pun day. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so once the, the stock is gone on regular light bulbs, you're stuck paying the price for LED light bulbs. Nope. That's nope. not how it works. It's okay. going to be illegal for retailers to sell them. Oh, no. And when does this go into effect? Next week. Next week. So get your bulbs on. If you want to get bulbs, you better go find some contractor packs out there. And, uh, wow. Yeah. Department of, so Department of Energy has now warned the retailers in January. Oh, okay. The, in January, the ban goes into full effect in August. So the original story was in January. LED right. lights use 75% less energy and last 25 times longer than incandescents. Uh, critics say the ban is government overreach. People need to decide for themselves. Oh, man. Starting next week, you'll only be able to purchase the LEDs. Yeah. Um, as the ban comes into effect, come Tuesday, while it won't be illegal to own incandescent light bulbs, it will be illegal for stores to sell them and companies to manufacture them. Mm. The federal government warrants, uh, warnings started in January have been progressively more aggressive, and they want to make sure Americans don't go back in time. Mm. Gonna go back in time. <laughs> Gonna go back in time. 
<laughs> no, you don't, you don't. You don't have that one. Or you don't have Huey Lewis in the news on Q. Who me? Yeah. Why would I ever? I don't know. What? Uh, <laughs> no, you go that? back in time. Going back in time. Uh oh. Uh oh. Look out, people. What do you think, Scott? Yeah. Yeah. Get a little Huey Lewis groove going this morning. Oh yeah. Tell me, doctor, where are we going this time? So, uh, going yeah. back in time also does uh, have a price increase. A price. Well, well, yeah, yeah. So, an incandescent light bulb is about two dollars and fifty cents a piece right now. Right. And an LED light bulb is around is averaging six. Mm, like I just said, right? But gonna, I, I, I will I, I, I will give you this. They not only last four times longer, right? Yeah. They say they use about um about two thirds of the energy. Now, here's a problem I got with those bulbs. They're not. Uh, uh, okay. How many of those bulbs do you own, Scott? Do you own any of those light bulbs? They're all mixed all over the place. Right. Like me. I think I got three in the house. You know, there's probably 40 in the house and I got like three. Do you notice yourself putting those in like areas that you don't give a rat's ass about because they don't put out the light? No, they, they, you just have to know how to play the numbers and you have to know how to play the type. Okay, so let's play with that a little because I always bought them by saying, oh, this is like uh, close to a 75-watt bulb. Right. Okay, so I pull it out and it's like it's like going on one candle power. I can't even read with it. It's probably because you're just buying cheap ones. No, there, no. There, there, there's a complete expensive. difference between between okay. buying like expensive ones if you buy and and here here we go with price okay if you if you buy like the ones that are like 15 dollars, yeah um like yeah they're they're they work really well um also <laughs> to the, what, the 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 one thing i i would also say is that <laughs> you need to pay attention to what type of lights they are um right. I you've got you, you've got your your like whites. I can't remember what the yellow ones. You have natural, right? You have natural. whites, naturals, yeah. and clears. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm confused. Yeah. Shep, <laughs> Shep's Shep saving, uh, one point twenty one gigawatts. One point twenty one gigawatts. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. 1.21 gigawatts. What did I just say? What did I just say? You know. Could it be? This sucker's electrical. But I need a nuclear reaction to, to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. 1.21 gigawatts! 1.21 gigawatts! Great Scott! There you go. 1.21 gigawatts. Uh, 
Okay. So I'm going to defend myself here. I said candle power earlier. Now, in the old days, I'm not saying like ancient days, right? Uh, Casey highlights, um, off-road lights, they all came out in candle power. I, I know they jumped to lumens now. Scott, do you remember when things were candle power? Or is it just me? You 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 can have that one all by yourself. <laughs> Shep says he does. Okay. <laughs> they they I, I do I do know that they use uh can, candle power, I think still in some in uh industrial like setting. flashlights or something? No, no, I actually I actually think they still use the candle power um like in like industrial lighting. Oh, okay. Industrial. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Well. And so. I and I think some of the first regulations on light pollution were actually measured in candlewatt or candle power. Oh, like okay. Back back long time ago. Like we're talking 20, 30 years ago. Oh, see, Amber's asking, how much are moose lights and candle power? We don't do math on this show. This is not a math show. <laughs> Well, if you can't see them, you can't miss them. Just remember that. Um, <laughs> um, I I have no idea. I I honestly I think the moose lights are in lumens. Believe it or not, I didn't even think about that. One okay. See, uh, Shep has it down now. He says one moose equals sixteen candles. There we. <laughs> so. Um, I wanted to, to, to say some of the, the things about this. Um, okay. So last week, there was a House subcommittee discussing the ban at a hearing. Um, that, that House hearing was called Canceling Consumer Choice, Examining the Biden Administration's Regulatory Assault on Americans' Home Appliances. Um, in, that, in that subcommittee hearing, Representative Brian Fitzgerald, a Republican from Pennsylvania, stated, I'm happy the Department of Energy is out here making sure that we can all save money because we're too dumb to figure out how to do it ourselves. (laughs) We're too dumb. (laughs) Um, The hearing was in part of a reference to gas stoves. The House passed a bill to prohibit banning them last month despite the consumer product safety commission not currently considering a ban these updated so this is okay this is a quote from representative Cori bush democrat from missouri okay she says these updated regulations are not an attempt to ban or take away appliances like gas stoves light bulbs or dishwashers when did they about dishwashers? Dishwashers. Well, you know, because they're it's a gas powered, you know, item. Dishwashers are. You know what the penalty for selling a, a light bulb is? No, no, a light bulb, an incandescent bulb. No. Well, let's play a little Jeopardy. Let's get some people in the chat going. Uh, how, how much do you think you'll be fined for selling an incandescent light bulb uh, as of Tuesday? As of Tuesday. Whoa, whoa. Just give it to Shep. Give it to Shep. 
Just give it to Shep. Really? Yeah. Uh, we got the, Shep the, at five hundred. Amber at thousand. Uh, Shane the, says one million. That's Bidenomics if you go by one million. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the penalty it will be five hundred and forty-two dollars. Five hundred and forty-two dollars. First offense. Hmm. Second, Shep says second offense, fifteen hundred. Okay, so let's 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 break this down now. Um, before it was smuggling eggs, right? What do you think? You think they'll be smuggling light bulbs? Aren't 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 light bulbs made in Mexico? I I don't know. If I remember correctly, like some of them or most of them. It's like a very random fact. I know. Let, let, let's right, uh, see. Let's even see. Donna's on, put it hold out. Hold on, hold on. Okay, because I I want to know. Uh, yeah. A- exactly. That's where I was going, Russell. Street corner light. Hey, uh, uh, you want some drugs? No, but hey, you got any light bulbs? <laughs> it's gonna take over the scene. No one wants to spend seven dollars a piece for a light bulb. That's crap. Everyone's going to be hitting Lowe's and Home Depot, uh, cleaning out the contractor packs. That's what I usually buy and buy. So here's what I got. I've got here. These are are my bug lights I bought. Um, Bug lights. These are are incandescent, and these are made in China. Made it. Oh, uh oh. Uh, so, we okay. Got, we got and what's the brand ones. on them? These are just like these are like store brand ones. They're great value. Okay, so they're made in China. So then I have these ones. These are ones I bought off of. Um, these are like these are those like dome light bulbs I have to use for. I've got a hallway that's really low, and when the doors open. The light yeah. fixtures, like the the door, will literally hit the light bulb. Mm. Right. So I have to order these like special low profile bulbs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so weird. Specialty bulbs. Yeah. Yeah, and these ones I buy off of Amazon, and they are also made in China. So. Oh, see, I'm starting to see them. I just pulled it up. They are made in. Mexico, but they are predominantly made in China. Interesting. I know. I know which ones you're 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 talking about. No, um, they even have to be smaller than that. The ones I buy are literally like not if like the the circumference of them is like literally not that bigger than a quarter. They're like smaller than a half dollar, but a little bigger than a quarter. You're talking, are, are they in your track lights? Is that where they're at? No, no, they're, they're in a, a low, a low ceiling hallway, which has a low can door, light. Yeah. Room? Folding doors for my laundry and then a bathroom that, that swings. They all yeah. swing into each other. Brilliant. Welcome. And there's a, a light fixture above and, and the light fixture. It's like, like I have a flat single bulb there. Right. Um, because you can't get any other light fixture in there. So I got the flattest I could possibly go and I just screw a light bulb in there because I wanted light. Well, I, I put all that in there, but yeah. Um, 
because it's dark. So just start. Just start using LED light bulbs. <laughs> well, LED a lot different. That ain't gonna help. I know. I know. Uh, I, th- this is gonna be okay. This is one more thing. Okay, so are we going to see inflation on? Because now people are going to start these uh, these manufacturers of these light bulbs, these new light bulbs, are going to see a time to attack. We're probably going to see a raise in price of light bulbs again. You know, so as of next week, right? Manufacturers are or stores aren't allowed to sell them. Is that what you said? Say it again for. The normal light bulbs. Um. What? What? Tuesday? August first. Yeah, Tuesday, right? Oh, that's okay. when. That's when retailers cannot sell normal light bulbs again. Otherwise, they face fines. Dude, this—that's absolutely disgusting. I'm going to share this because this is this is a uh, Rush has to take responsibility for this one. This is oh. a this is a picture of a protester in Greenville. Am I saying that right, or is there like a weird Southern way I have to say it? Is it Green Greenville, South Carolina? Greenville. Send it to me too. Is it is it is it, is it Granville? Greenville. Greenville. Like you got to Greenville. Yeah, get on down to Greenville. Yeah, or is it they a little French influence? Green Valet. <laughs> Green Valet. <laughs> is that where the Target is located? <laughs> so the, this this uh so they had a, a pro-abortion protest there. Yeah. And one of the one of the pro-abortion protesters literally like shut down the whole protest. Because he came with a sign that was so offensive that no one would want to stand near him. Really? Yeah. Here, here, Send it. here you go. Send it. You gotta be kidding me. Where does this world come to? Absolutely. Oh. What does it matter with people? Right. Do you see how there's like no one around him? Like that's right. literally was a story. Like he came and. And uh, they basically said, like, everyone was like, oh, what's that? Ah, <laughs> like walked away from it. Like, yeah, ah. like I'm gone. Like, yeah, like, I, I was kind of like hoping woman rights. I wasn't like really wanting to get too- touch on that one. Absolutely yeah. disgusting. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, green wool. You got to say green wool. Yeah. Is it Greenville? Greenville. Yes. He, Green, uh, oh, oh, he did. He did say Gr- Greenville. Greenville. Yeah. Greenville. You got to have the right pronunciation out there. Greenville. Uh, now, all right. And, and you, know, it's, you know, it's crazy. I got that from an Israeli newspaper. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. No. Wow. Uh, Interesting. Okay. All right, uh, let's see here. What do you think? What do you mean, what do I think? I don't know. I know you got more stories here. Did you want to go to a break? Not, so not we really. Pick up coffee? No, not, not really. I, I, I need really to fill coffee. Me. No? 
I need coffee. I'm Greenville. out of coffee. Greenville. Greenville. Got throw a little Boomhauer in there for me. Mm, you got some Boomhauer? Greenville? Kinda, maybe. That's good. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break here. Um I need I need coffee. But it, it was a long night last night. Uh let's see. Bart Shane, uh, just to let you know. Yeah, I think it's time to do the thing. First of all, thank you all for joining us here at the Pulse Headline News. Today's Friday, July 28th, and uh, appreciate everything you guys do here. Uh, Like I said, I got a bunch of messages, Scott, as well, congratulating us. We busted one million in engagement, and uh, yeah, that's pretty darn cool, man. Right. We're coming for two million. We're going for two million. But yeah, we busted one million in engagement. We're still in the top three this morning. Uh, hopefully that uh, we can do it. Uh, um, we'll see if we can uh, take top uh, number one. Spirit Talk, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, have a great day, Lizzie. Have a real great day out there. Be safe and be kind. All righty, let's go ahead and take a quick break here. We're going to grab, uh, I'm going to refill my coffee here. And uh, let's, uh, yep. We got to pay them bills. Let's do it to it. Here we go. Uh, I think we need a little moose light. So we're going to play a song. I need something uplifting and really just kind of kick ass this morning. So we'll play. Maybe we'll play a little dropkick Murphy's or something. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. This show brought to you by the awesome crew at Nana Repair. Your best friend on the Parks Highway. Now offering AMS oil products and interstate batteries. Oil changes from $99, full synthetic, up to five quarts. A flat got you down, need to deal with your wheels, and the Nano Repairs got you covered. Forging the last frontier, need your vehicle to turn night into day? Moose lights, the Nano Repair has them and installs them. Because in Alaska, if you can't see them, you can't miss them. For vehicle care that's fast and fair, head on down to Nana Repair. 304 Parks Highway, Nana, Alaska. Give them a call at 907-832-5800 and tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you. Step inside, walk this way, you and me. Just for you, Shep.
This show brought to you by the historic Nanana Rail Depot, Museum, and Bed and Breakfast. Built in 1922, located at 900 A Street, Nanana, Alaska. This museum focuses on the history of the Alaska Railroad, the growth through the years, and how it has supported many small communities along the rail belt and beyond in Alaska. At the depot, you'll find Alaska Rail History, an amazing gift shop hosting locally made jewelry, art, and gifts. In addition to the museum, you can stay in one of the depot's three available rooms upstairs, the Brakeman Suite, the Harding Suite, or even the Engineer's Suite. Get on board with the Nanana Depot, where you are one whistle stop away from Alaska Rail history and what is historic Nanana, Alaska. For more information on the Nanana Rail Depot or reserving a room, give them a call at 907-371-5588 and tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Pulse Headline News. Today's Friday, July 28th. That's right. We're looking at July in our back rearview mirror. It is uh, going south on us. <laughs> Scott, welcome back to the show, man. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what do you say? I open the lines up here. Let's open the lines up. Uh, uh, yeah, lines are open you. now. You're welcome to come on up and uh, jump up on the panel with me and Scott as we finish up the news for today. Uh, if you guys ain't have any comments or anything, let's get uh, Sheppy up here. Our good brother Shep. Uh, also, Sheppy, our uh, he was our fan club winner, man. You know that? It's pretty cool. Yeah, we had Sheppy as a fan of the month. Yeah, why are you? Why do you keep calling him Sheppy? Because I can. Rocky, welcome to the show. Uh, let me get a whoop whoop, Shep. Whoop whoop. 
There you go. <laughs> Almost sounded like a train horn. <laughs> All right. Like I said, the lines are open. You're welcome to come join me and uh, Scott up here on the panel. And, uh, okay, Scott, what do you got? I see you got something breaking right now. Yeah, this is, uh, this is Justin. Um, okay. Uh, Biden has walked off stage without signing the executive order that he was there to sign. You, what? So, uh, I know it's not like a good one for for you know audio, but the, the, uh, I'll it, play it anyway. Let me go ahead and play it. Here we go. Uh, is I'm coming back to shake your hand, but I forgot I didn't sign the order. <laughs> All that talking, no action. <laughs> Oh, man. Let's also welcome Amber May to the panel. Hey, guys. Good morning, Amber May. How are you, hon? Good. Well, good. Better. Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm, it's, it's a rough day. We're taking our dog in today to the vet. Uh -huh. Most likely not good news. So oh, no. he's old. but. And then I had a hard show that I just came off of. But that's why this show's great because it's a lot of laughs. But did you and Scott see the video of the... The congresswoman, what's her name? I can't think of her name. She's 90 years old. She had to be told to vote aye on the, a uh, Feinstein. legislation. <laughs> Feinstein. I'm like, if you're that old and someone has to whisper, say yes, should you really be in office? Right. No. Right. Um, yeah, I know exactly. Just like Joe Biden. He walks off stage without signing his executive order. Like, should he really be in office? Like, really? Yeah. Um... Are, are you remember Amber the time like during Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation hearing that she that Feinstein had to ask her staffer Jennifer about something? That should really be another indication right there too. Seriously, huh? they, these ancient dinosaurs they need to be gone. Like Mitch McConnell, you know I don't I don't really like the man. He sold out to China. I do have pity on him that he probably had a stroke on TV. I mean I don't wish that on anybody, but that should tell you like it's time for you to step aside. Let some no, what they people. need to do is just go hunt with Dick Cheney. I agree with that, Russ. That's great. <laughs> That's a great advice. Well, you, well I welcome, that, Russell. Uh, <laughs> well, here, here's the thing about yeah. about Congress, as we know it. It is probably America's biggest retirement home. Yes, it is. And, and it then is. That's so. a good point. And, and, but, and then and by so. the way, it's Greenville. It, it's Greenville. 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 You got to say, you got to say like Russell, you got to say Greenville. Yeah, well, well, they're, 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 well, the reason we do that is you got like Greenville, Louisville. you got, Louisville. well, you got, you, you got Greenville, North Carolina, and then you got Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. There has to be a difference. Greenville and Greenville. Yeah, Greenville. Greenville, Greenville. North Carolina, or Greenville. Yeah. They almost sound the same when you talk like that. Well, here, here in Georgia, <laughs> we've got a town called Philadelphia. Good thing I don't talk like that. All right. right, right. I mean, you do throw out a yunt too every now and then, and y'all, you know, yeah. But uh, I appreciate. Sure. That. Yeah, I, I go southern everywhere. When you when you talk in the call, it really comes out. I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I get around somebody else southern man. It, yeah, and it, and it just it just goes out, and there it comes. Yeah. yeah, it's like my mom. My mom's been out of out in New York for a very long time, but she gets around you know like family or people from New York. All of a sudden, her her 
uh, you know, Long Island comes in, so to speak. So it just happens. I was talking. I was talking to my sister yesterday, man, and I yeah. just hit over a hundred thousand downloads on my podcast. Mm-hmm. And I've had every I've had every single one of my kids on my podcast except for Victoria. And I think it's really because of how Southern she really sounds. She was kind of on yeah. one time when you were driving with her. Not, she wasn't, yeah, like, participating, yeah, like, yeah, she, voluntarily. Yeah. No. yeah. Right. But she, she sounds so Southern, man. Like, it's so bad. Like, we get around. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Domain, welcome to the show. Like, you got to stop talking like this all the time. People going to think you're stupid. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Russell. Oh, uh, <laughs> but you know, I remember like like Boogie Nice's cousin who sadly passed away three years ago when he found us on Podbean. But Boogie's cousin would swear to God that I didn't sound like I was from Georgia. <laughs> but you know, and I kind of miss that now. He, he must have never seen the North and South. <laughs> I guess so, but. That's all right. That plays that a guy that plays the uh, lieutenant from Georgia. You sound sound just like him, bro. Sound just like him. Uh, uh, we got uh, you Russ, uh, offended my honor. You yeah. <laughs> I do declare. I was just gonna go there, Chevy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. It was to my honor. That's for popping yeah. my head now. Yeah. Oh, God. That's what I was, uh, Scott, uh, what was Biden there to sign? Which one was it? I have no idea, nor do I. <laughs> Don't okay, like it matters. <laughs> Let me hear it again. He's signing into action. Yeah. He sent more maps to South Africa. My, uh, maybe, maybe. Was that legit, guys, or was that just someone spoofing? Yeah. No, this, is, this was hot. This is it right here. Let me do it again. Is I'm coming back to shake your hand, but I forgot they didn't sign the order. All that talk and no action. Yeah. No, I was go. talking about the beauty queen thing. Was that a spoof or was that real? No, that's real. That's oh, as wow. real as it gets. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's as real as it gets. I thought right maybe there. Babylon B was doing something funny or something like that. No, wow. no. That was straight up. That was yeah. all yeah. beauty and no brains. <laughs> oh, I don't. <laughs> Scott, what'd you just send me right now? Um, well, uh Eric was talking about uh the confirmation hearings for the judges. Yeah. When uh Amy Con- Coney uh, Barrett was Dude, doing her confirmation. Um uh-huh. she uh Diane Feinstein said something that I felt was chilling. Really? In, in I her, got that. Her, yeah. her hate for religion. Yeah. Um, and you could hear this exchange. Um, I thought it okay. would be an interesting thing b- being that Feinstein's coming up in the news. She couldn't do this now no. because she, she's, she's too old. And, oh yeah. That was a woman and, yesterday who couldn't say I, and someone's like, say I. That- yeah. And, and this is when she was in her full form and how much she hates people who, well, hang on, man. Before y'all get hard on her, dude, there's a lot of vowels out there. And she's a lot of vowels out there? And she's got a little confused. And she was looking frail during yeah. the, the Amy Coney Barrett 
confirmation error and Diane Feinstein was. And there was even that one moment where she had like a like a hugging embrace with Lindsey Graham. Let me see here. I actually got it here. Why don't we? Uh, you want to? I'll just play it here. I'd like to hear it. What the hell is going on with this thing? I'm having technical difficulties. There we go. Okay, I got it here. Let's go ahead and play this clip. Here we go. Why is it so low? Why is it that um, so many of us on this side have this very uncomfortable feeling that, you know, dogma and law are two different things? And I think whatever a religion is, it has its own dogma. The law is totally different. And I think in, in your case, uh, Professor, when you read your speech, um, the conclusion one draws is that the dogma lives loudly within you. And that's of concern when you come to big issues that large numbers of people have fought for for years in this country. Please respond to that notion that a real commitment to religious faith is at odds with your impartiality as a judge. Senator, I see no conflict between having a sincerely held faith and duties as a judge. In fact, we have many judges, both state and federal across the country, who have sincerely held religious views and still impartially and honestly discharge their obligations as a judge. And where I confirmed, um, as a judge, I would decide cases according to the rule of law, beginning to end, and in the rare circumstance that might ever arise, I can't imagine one sitting here now, where I felt that I had some um, conscientious objection to the law, I would recuse. I would never impose my own personal convictions upon the law. There you go. Scott, comments? Scott, can you hear us? Hello. Oh, I, I, I can. No, I just, I, I just find it chilling that that's the way you grill a judge. Right is you attack their religion. Hashtag yeah. vote the other guy. Right. <laughs> well, that was a, a very good answer. I mean, Cody Barrett gave. Uh, she did. Um, I mean, I, I don't know where. The, uh, that question was like going to disqualify a lot of people across the country. Like, it's really... Right that was a really foolish question to ask and as a judge isn't she supposed to defend the first amendment was it freedom of religion and as a judge isn't she afforded the rights of the constitution just because she's a judge doesn't exclude her so that was a really foolish question to ask it was but that's a, that's a kind of that's what we're seeing nowadays though is they're picking apart things that uh I don't know. I, I see things. I see things every day lately, especially in our judicial system, in our, you know, what's going on in Congress and this and that. They're, I don't know. It's just, uh, 
Yeah, Rocky says it. That's just politics. They'll, they'll pick it whatever they can. And who's paying? Go ahead, Russell. Ha- hashtag vote the other guy. Hashtag vote the other guy. Uh, Scott, uh, here's one for you. Russell's got a, Russell had quite an idea last night. And, uh, it was, uh, actually, uh, Russell, I actually really, uh, kind of enjoyed your rant last night. Um, <laughs> the new, the, the new one is hashtag vote the other guy, right? Yes. You want to explain vote the other guy? Okay, well, vote the other guy is, it don't matter what your political beliefs are, where you're coming from, just go out to the polls in uh, November and vote for the other guy who's running. Don't vote for the incumbent, vote for the other guy. And then in 2026, do the same dang thing from the local <coughs> levels all the way up to the federal level. Vote the other guy in. And you'll have a whole new system. You'll have a whole new fresh government sitting in office. And they'll know that the American people aren't playing this game anymore where you just do whatever you want to or you do whatever whoever's putting money in your pocket says do, that you had to start listening to us. And if you don't listen to us, we'll vote you out regardless of what party you are or what you sit there and sit on your little pulpit and preach to us about. You'll be gone if you don't listen to the American people and start doing stuff that's in our benefit instead of the benefit of foreign countries and yourselves. And that's basically- oh, I love that, Russ. Yeah. Well, what do you, I was just going to ask you, Amber May, what do you think? I love it. Vote the and other you know guy. What? If we, you know or what? What else. that also does, it's a twofold thing. I mean, if you don't have severe election interference, some some states have more than others. For one, yeah, that, that'll totally work. But two, that'll start flushing out the states where people will know for sure. We're like, how did so-and-so get reelected? Nobody elected, reelected so-and-so. It'll really stand out in that point as well. So I think it's a fantastic idea. It's yeah. a twofold, I think. It is. It, is. it gets rid of the corruption. Yeah. Scott, what do you think of that? Well, I I think I think the one thing to look for in a candidate is are the candidates who fund their own campaign. Which is um, a go ahead. No, it's just but in some areas you don't have that choice. Um, yeah. You know, when when every you know, when you have a choice between voting for somebody who um you know, is getting all their money from the Heritage Foundation or getting their money from George Soros. I mean, literally, what are you going to pick? Um, so, so here's my thing, Scott, is I don't care where they get their money from. For the next three election cycles, vote the other guy. Vote the guy that's in office, out of office. Like, vote everybody out of office. From, from your mayor and your city council to your county council to your state legislation to the federal government, vote everyone out. That way. Well, I'm just, I, I, I just think you could be you, in some areas in the country, you could literally just be voting back and forth the people who already control everything anyway. That's what, that's all I'm saying. In some areas, in some elections, you're going to see that. Um, but the one thing I will say is always. Do you think though that if you voted ever if you vote them out, and the next guy that comes in screws up, you vote him out the next election cycle, and that way there's a pattern of the American people saying if you're not doing what we want you to do, regardless of what your corrupted beliefs are, 
you're gonna get voted out. Would that make them ten more? It'll it, it'll make a difference, but I I guess uh, I guess it's a side note with like a, an asterisk next to it. If your choice is Mitch McConnell or Diane Feinstein, and you vote for Diane Feinstein, and the next time you vote for Mitch McConnell or the person that he endorsed. And then the next time you vote for somebody who Diane Feinstein endorsed um, are in the same political thing, you just end up going back and forth. In some areas, it's really, really like that. It really is. Um, in, in some, so one of, one of the ways that like in some areas like California, like most of the Republicans do run on their own money um, because there's no money machine there for conservatives, right? So, uh, you know, those states, the states that are a landslide for one political party or another, they can make a huge difference. You know, you got Lindsey Graham where you are. I mean, to me, he's just part of the yeah, machine, that's, that's, right? Right. So, like, if I've, it don't matter who runs against Lindsey Graham, I'm going to vote for that guy. And if I can get everybody right. else to vote for the guy that's running against Lindsey Graham, that gets Lindsey Graham out. And if we do that around the country then you'll have a whole new face to what our government is and the potential that we have to build something different before we're all speaking Chinese or Russian. Well, well, here's a great example. Uh, the, the great state of Georgia, they've done that there. The great state of Arizona. We've done that here. We voted, we voted, uh, in the new guy, the other guy, and we've gone downhill because of it. We've gotten more corrupt because of it. So, um, and I know there's a, a big so the next cat, cat cycle. Next election cycle, vote in a new guy. Like yeah, no, no, I, I get what you're. I, I get what you're saying. Um, Russell's going for the clean slate. Oh no, I know it's that. Yeah. that that's a that's an absolute good good move. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I, I one thing I could say is like. Man, the state of Arizona has been hurting because of that. Because they're yeah. always no, just yeah, voting yeah. in the other party. And you never know. We may never go back, actually, at this point. You never know. You never know. Rocky, do you have a comment there? Oh, yeah. I, I have a comment for both uh, Russ and Scott. You know, if they could stop the uh, election machines because we know who they're all owned by and we know that there's corruption like crazy and they've already showed it and also absentee ballots if you have one absentee ballot you should have a damn good reason for it like military being out of country or away from their home state where they would be voting at or a person who has a medical problem and they can't get out to vote but most people sit there and they say, oh, well, I, I always vote by absentee ballot because they don't want to leave the house and take time to go down there and stand in line. Voting is not important to them. You know, but the people who need the ballots, they should get those ballots and those and every ballot should be hand counted. Every signature checked before that ballot goes to be voted on you should be able to sign out and your name looks pretty day going close to what your driver's license or whatever id card you have on 
is there, not some crap where they had nobody signing for the ballot. I mean, the, the voter fraud is always going to be a problem because money money talks, and if they want somebody in there above anybody else that might be the one who's going to take it, they're going to get it because nobody gives a shit about fraud. That's pretty much, uh, I can agree with that. No one, no one cares about the fraud part of it. They just let if it our if our government really cared about election fraud, they would use the I nine system to verify yep. voting. Right. It yep. takes two seconds. I, I've watched. I I, I watched uh, the last time I had an I nine run. It was ran in front of me. I sit next to the person on the computer. It literally took twenty seconds. Yeah, but they and, don't want to spend the money at the election committees in your local areas where you're voting at to have that, that they go and they they don't have to do it. They don't have to do a day of election. They have to do it when they register you to vote. You're not registered to vote. If you're not I nine verified. Right. Very, very easy thing. Your social security that that goes back to your social security, your residency in the state, all that stuff to be verified as an official registered voter. Did you know a lot of people don't know this, but you can request a federal ballot. At least this is how it works in Arizona. And no one asks for your ID because it's not a federal law to be ID'd to vote. So anybody, anybody from anywhere, if you're in Arizona, can request a federal ballot and you can vote. Our election laws need to be redone for prosperity and for integrity. You know, I mean, they're, they're fight. The Democrats are fighting it. They've been fighting it for a long time to not have voter ID. In my state, you have to have an ID and it has to be verified. But some states, they don't have to. You don't have to show up with an ID. Just I'm here to vote. OK, here we go. Yeah. How many uh, times have I walked in and watched that happen? You know, yeah. I'm just here to vote. What's your name? OK. You know, checked off. Boom, done. If you want to vote for yeah. the state offices, our Arizona law requires you to be ID. But if, again, if you know you can't vote legally, you'll just ask for the federal ballot and they just be given it. And so there's a lot of fraudulent ballots out there because yeah. anyone and everyone can come vote in Arizona with a federal a lot of those people ain't even citizens of Arizona. That's correct. <laughs> we have seen. Now, I have, um, I have. I have uh, talked to people who have seen an influx, like in our last election, we had so many people from Colorado flood our state. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm, I guarantee you there was election interference. They were, they I'll tell were you something, I'll tell you something that happens here is we have people who live on the reservation. Now they have to, uh, they have to be certified on the reservation to vote in a federal and state elections. But they come outside of town and use their mom or their sister or brother or somebody's address and they vote again. And that's how we keep getting screwed up sheriffs and mayors in this town. They should only be able to vote once, but nobody's checking. Yep, I know that. And in Arizona, our ballots go, at least in Maricopa County... I don't know if it's statewide run like this. In Maricopa County, I know our ballots 
leave the hands of the elected officials and they go to a private company called Runbeck and there is no um, there's no paperwork to say how many ballots went to Runbeck, how many ballots came back. So there's there's no chain of custody. Chain of custody is gone. That's another reason why we were trying to fight in the last um, with the last election because we lost. There was no chain of custody, and our ballots went to a private organization called Runbeck. So they could have, someone could have within that in, installed a lot of faulty ballots too. Oh, there's places where they were actually not letting this the overseers in the building when they were counting the ballots. That happened all over the United States. You know, there are places all over the United States where they literally sealed out everybody but the counters, and they went in there and done their thing, and then they got their midnight deliveries, which have been filmed. And, you know, the corruption in politics is so vast that they voted for a president to have more than two terms, but they wouldn't vote on themselves to have more than two terms. They said, no, no, we, we're, we're necessary. We have to be here. A president doesn't have to worry about anything. And they're the ones that are making the corrupt laws and the corrupt things that we have to abide by as the common law-abiding citizen. And it's, it's literally came down to 90% of the laws are invalid according to the Constitution. Because you're not supposed to make a law that explicitly goes against the Constitution. That's what they're trying to do now because they want to change the Constitution. And you got these idiots saying, well, free speech is, is not a, a real thing. We should be able to say what you can say. And you must abide by that. They're trying to destroy our, our constitutionality of a republic and not a democracy. Right, right, right. I gave the example, to your point, Rocky, I gave the example on the old man show yesterday that the Federal Reserve and how unconstitutional the creation of the Federal Reserve <laughs> yeah. was because by the Constitution, the power of the purse belongs to the House of Representatives because the power of the purse belongs to the people, you and me and all American citizens. Now, I believe the the year was 1913. I could be wrong. 1913. Okay. They created this Federal Reserve and gave the ability for the, this this private comp, this private bank. So if you think of it like Bank of America as a private bank, <laughs> they gave all control over the U.S. finances to this private bank. And if you look on your dollar, it says Federal Reserve note, not U.S. Treasury. So they gave yeah. the power to print money, which is fraudulent. Which, if you and I tried to print money, we'd get arrested. And then they took the power of the purse away from the people of the United States. So this private bank runs all of our finances for over 100 years. So to yeah. your point, that's just one example of how they circumvented the, the Constitution. And you also have to remember that Wilson was paid off to sign that in the law. Mm -hmm. Wilson's the one who brought in the private uh banking institution to to control the America's financing. I mean, that that is such a rabbit hole to go down. I, I spent three weeks mm -hmm. looking at information on that. And it's it's crazy uh -huh. what they've done to us because people just say, oh, it doesn't affect me. <laughs> yes, it does. Wake up. 
Um, and, you know, and I would also tax add, for everything, and you pay tax, and when you die, you pay tax. And now they're wanting to up that, so you can't give your kids a trust or anything like that without heavily taxing the crap out of it, or a big insurance policy for that matter. But another but they're going to tax that on, too. Oh yeah, and another thing that that. Amber would agree on that. We touched on on the old men's podcast show yesterday, and I'm sure Brett and Scott would agree with this one. Like, look, you know, look at our public education system specifically, you know, because like, you know, some of us probably remember a class in school called civics, but yep. but you, you'll find that schools are not teaching civics or, or or they're teaching civics, but they have just politicized the curriculum to where it's just like they're, they're selective on what, you know, our kids learn and don't learn or, or they're selective about who they want learning the, the, this particular c- civics curriculum and who they want learning. A, yeah, the school know, a, a system, Eric, it's, it's a whole nother problem. Yeah. I mean, and that's exactly. just across the, it's across the U.S. It's just a whole nother. Exactly. It's controlled by the oligarchs. The oligarchs are the ones who finance the Dagon thing in the beginning and said, this is what we want. We don't want critical thinkers. We want people to run the machines and that's all. Now, anyway, you look at it, we've 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 spent so much time erasing history over the last twenty years, (laughs) you know, in our schools. It it doesn't even matter where it came from; it's there. That's just all you got to look at it. It's there. We can talk about who did it and this and that. Either way, no one's making any changes for it. No one's getting out there and changing. I I go to a you know I'm on a school board. You know what I see coming into the school board nobody okay you want changes show up we've talked about this many a times matter of fact i've talked to this with amber and with scott many a times you know the the amount of people the percentage of people that are in community involvement are it's such in the toilet but you're never going to see anything change they're too happy just sitting in the background just watching things happen as long as their life's good they don't give a damn So it's like that in everything that we're talking about right now, plain and simple, that you want change, get out and change it. Try being proactive instead of reactive. Try what, you know, don't wait until something explodes in your face and then say, oh, I guess we better do something. You know what I mean? Brett, the, the whole thing comes down to the worst thing to happen for good people to do nothing. That's exactly oh my gosh, right. yes, I, yes, I'm and I'm glad you said that, Rocky, because in my interview today with the executive producer of The Sound of Freedom, in the film, he was the one who went down to the Columbia jungle when the law enforcement wouldn't, when the military wouldn't, and it's not every day God puts a person in your life where you can actually thank someone who risked everything to go rescue kids he didn't even know. And so what they did in the movie, they create, they had several different operations, but to make it understandable for us, they made it like one continuous operation. Um, and they did a brilliant job doing that. And when you said for good men to do nothing, exactly what I told him, I said, man, here you're just a regular everyday guy. And here you're talking to men with badges, men with military training, and they stop at the river. What do you think when good men who are put in positions of protection do nothing? They hurt people. The bad guys hurt people. 
and the bad guys will continue to hurt people until the good guys will do something about it. And I almost started crying on my show because I couldn't believe I was talking to one of these men who was brave enough and had enough balls to go down to the middle of the jungle with all the cartel just to go rescue the kids. So what you said right now, Rocky, was super important. If the well, men on what? this panel doesn't do something, then evil's going to prevail. You know, I, I was told by a Medal of Honor winner one time, he said, just remember something. I was getting ready to go to Grenada, and he was in the aid station. It was an E-7 we had who had been busted many times because he was crazy from what the, they thought he was. But he was a Medal of Honor winner. And he told me, he said, he said to me, he said, just remember one thing about going to combat. He said, history remembers the heroes, not the cowards. Right, and it's simple. Hey, uh, let me check in with Scott here. Scott, uh, we haven't quite, uh, I know we uh, had some really good discussion right now, but I need to check in and see. Uh, Scott, do we have more news to cover here since we're we're winding down here? No, no, we, we, we don't. We're good. We're good for the day? Okay. Mm-hmm. All righty. Now, um, I, I understand what you guys are all saying out there. And it is, it's important that we get out there and make some changes. The problem is we just don't have the manpower to do it anymore because no one wants to. It's not that we don't have the manpower to do it. It's that no one does it plain and simple. You know, Um, everyone is afraid, scared of their own shadow and scared of what everyone thinks of them. And that is big. That is in our, basically, in how we see it nowadays, is we're so worried about what people think. We worry about what people think more than what we should do. That's a good point. And it is. It it just, it nails it right there. We're so worried about what people think that we just don't do anything. People that I'm close to, they they try and they agree with what I'm saying, but they say, don't post that stuff on Facebook because people aren't going to like you anymore. And you know what I tell them? I (laughs) "I don't really care because I'm at a point in my life where God called me to do something. And I have to say, no matter what, because there's lives on the stake, there's, there's a lot at the stake and my little someone doesn't like me or not, I can't let that interfere with what I've been told to do as a mission. And if people don't like me, they can just unfriend me. And it's not like my life's really going to hurt anymore because they're probably not that active in my life to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. Bart, that just asked a question. (laughs) That is still in discussion, by the way. (laughs) What's Susie going to call her pet opossum? (laughs) No, Bart. (laughs) I got enough critters running around. Uh, Susie knows that if she wants something, she's just going to go get it anyway. But they're illegal to keep here in Alaska Maybe anyway because it's an invasive species. Oh, okay. Brenda. That's going to be the first time you do something illegal, Brett. Come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> keep it in the house, uh, Brett. Don't let the neighbors see it. I think that's right. going to be another book. Uh, Susie's possum or Brenda's possum. Another book. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I thought about? I may start writing a book. I had some ideas the other night, 
and I think I'm, I think I may be writing another book. So I, 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 I think I could have fun with doing that. Like the ones you tell us Uh, on Wednesday, those kind of books. Yes. Those kind of books. You can be like, uh, Susie's pussycat plays possum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. All righty. Well, you know what? We're coming up on a couple hours here. Uh, believe it or not, I have a lot of stuff to do today. Um, I am going to take a quick music break, though. Let me uh, go ahead and throw out a song here. Uh, then we'll be right back. I have to make a quick call here. Uh, some important stuff going on in the background here. And uh, let's take a quick music break. Uh, this one's for you, Bart. Uh, let's do a little bit of the who. The who? The who? Won't get fooled. Here we go. Yesterday, and I'll get all my needs in the 
Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to the Pulse uh, Headline News. Today's July 28th. We've had some great conversation today. Thank you, Shane. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, we got a, I got a lot of stuff going on in the background today, so I'm going to have to wind this thing down today. Uh, what I've got, uh, we got some things happening in the area and uh, going to go uh, do some stuff here. <laughs> I tell you what, this has been some great conversation today. Uh, Amber May, do me a favor. Let's uh, let's throw this out there right now. Uh, Amber May, would you like to uh, throw out a plug for everything you've got going right now and to include this important interview and uh, tell them all where they can find it and when it will be posted, that sort That's of thing. That's very kind of you. Um, so today, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, I'm interviewing the executive producer of The Sound of Freedom. Uh, it, that was a big surprise to me. I didn't believe it when it came across my desk. But uh, it's, it's really important. Um, the topics we're going to talk about is the child trafficking and... We're going to find out behind the scenes some of the dangerous situations he went into as he was undercover, deep undercover in ops. So this movie is the most critical movie of our lifetime because if we don't truly see the heartbreak and heartache of a family and kids who are being victimized, then we're going to do nothing, just like Bar uh, Brett said earlier. So if you can, you can follow me on Rumble, Bridie on BitChute. It will be here on, on on Podbean as well. If you go to The Amber May Show on any of those, Bridie on BitChute, Rumble, Facebook, Podbean, you'll find the episode. So it's tonight at 4 p.m., 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Thank you, Bridie. All right. Thank you, uh, Amber May. You got some uplifting words, too, to follow up with? Uh, not today, just because I'm kind of sad about things with my dog and the hard yeah. interviews i had today so i understand i totally understand and i'll give you a call this afternoon too amber oh, may great. I appreciate thank you for all your support here at the pulse uh we love you amber may and thank you for all you do out there because it is amazing uh rocky uh rocky you got some uplifting final words for everyone here today did i lose rocky I may have lost Rocky. Okay, here How right. about Aaron? Oh, there yeah, you are. I thought okay. I had my mic on. <laughs> uh, sometimes you can shake people awake. Sometimes you got to take a stick and whack them on the bottom of the foot. And we need to wake up a lot of people. We do. We absolutely do. Thank you, Rocky. I appreciate it. Eric, do you have some uh, uplifting final words for everyone here? Well, um, hopefully everybody's had a great week. And... Um, and, and everybody's had like a great month of July. And, and of course, happy birthday today to podcast pal Lady Me if she's listening to this. And happy birthday to any and all July birthdays we might have missed. And we look forward to the August birthdays. And also, I look forward to seeing some of you, all of you guys later at the, the, the Old Man After Dark. There you go, Eric. I appreciate you, brother. I thank you for everything you do, for all the promoting that you do. Uh, for all of us creators out there, you are an amazing guy. Thank you, Eric. 
We love you, and we appreciate you, man. Thank you, dude. All right, uh, Russell, you got some final words for us here today? Uh, Yeah, man. Uh, Just grab a Mountain Dew and Moon Pie. Have a great day, and check out me and Humble Dog tomorrow at 4 p.m. on Twitter Spaces. We're uh, starting a show over there on Twitter on Saturday, so check us out. Uh, It should be a really good time. And uh, until then, I hope everybody has a great night. And uh, check me out outside of normal. Um, I'll be out there after Tom After Dark. And I will be on Tom After Dark, too, so check that out. All righty. Thank you, Russell. Thank you for all your support here as well. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, I'm going to throw this out there. Bart threw out uh, some... uh, some inspiring stuff here. If life gives you lemons, make life take them back. Tell life you don't want it. It's damn lemons and demand to speak to life's manager. There you go, Bart. Thank you for those comments, brother. <laughs> uh, Sheppy, you still with us? You want to give some uplifting final words for today? Yeah. If nobody told you they love you today, I love you. I love uh, that I love one, Shep. That's Sheppy. sweet. Isn't that great? <laughs> really is good. So uh, he is. Uh, Sheppy's awesome. Love that guy. Yep. Man. Love that guy. I do See, too. Everyone loves Shep. Too. Yep. Everyone loves Shep. So Shep, we all told you we love you today. Absolutely. Uh, see, you made you even made Bart blush out there, Shep. Aww. So you did good. You did good. Uh, <laughs> I learned that one in <laughs> rehab. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And you this is good. for you, yeah. Kyle. Here you go, Kyle. There you go. You get the boxer bell. <laughs> Scott, do you got some uplifting final words for everyone here today? Yeah. Um, let go of the past so your hands are free to grab the future. Oh, wow. That's Ooh. really good, Scott. Ooh, you get a. Yeah, you do. You get that. And, and also, Scott, damn, damn. All righty. Thank you, Scott. All right. I got some uplifting final words today, too. Uh, Just remember, nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. We say wrong things. We do wrong things. We fall. We get up. We learn. We grow. And we move on. You know, we live and just thank God for always having another chance. Don't count your days out there. Make your days count. Show some love out there, people. We really do. Let's go ahead and roll this thing out. All right, here we go. First of all, I want to thank you all for joining us here at the Pulse Headline News. What a great day here. It's been awesome. I want to thank those top 10 states out there. We got some top 10s that are downloading like crazy and part of us here at the Pulse. Alaska, Kansas, Southern Cal- uh, South Carolina, Washington, Virginia, Ohio, Arizona, Missouri, Indiana, and Rhode Island. That's your top 10 out there. Also, I want to thank those 37 countries that are downloading us out there and showing some love. I appreciate everything that you guys do out there and making us one of the best shows out there. You guys all make it, not us. You guys make the show. I tell you what, also, uh, our fan club is building. Please be a part of our fan club here. We appreciate the engagement. It keeps us up there. We got some top 20s out there. Uh, Ourself, we're in the top three. We got uh, Caps, K-A-P-Z out there. 
He's in the top 20 as well, and so is Russell with The Outside of Normal. We are the only three non-religious shows out there in the top 20. Show some love out there from the Pulse. Become part of our fan club here. Click on my icon and become part of the fan club. You want to find out more about us here, you can check out our website at The Pulse Alaska. That's right. Dot com. ThePulseAlaska.com. Want to send me an email? Get me some info. That sort of thing. Send me an email. You can send that to ThePulseAlaska at gmail.com. ThePulseAlaska at gmail.com. All right, let's talk about some uh, shows here. We got the Old Man's Podcast coming up tonight, 6 p.m. Alaska time, 10 p.m. Eastern, following up with the king of overnight podcasting, Russell with the Outside of Normal. We also got the Shep Shack out there, the Amber May Show. Make sure you guys please check out the Amber May Show out there. Also, Humble Dog's doing some shows out there, and our brother Caps, K-A-P-Z, out there, and Marley773 with the Underground Shuffle. He is also doing, uh, he's got a new season out there as well. Uh, Check out Hanny J when she throws out the show. Make sure you guys give these guys a click and a follow out there. Hanny J with the TRL, the total request line. Fun stuff. Definitely cool stuff. We have so many creators out there and uh, so many good people. Uh, What a wonderful panel we've had today. We've had Amber May up here. Also, Rocky. We've got uh, Eric up here, the pod father. Also, Russell with the Outside of Normal. Shep is up here as well. And uh, we're going to do, yeah, that's right, Eric. Next week, the fan club of the month. Uh, We got two of them here in the room. Absolutely. Shep, they're going to take your tiara. I'm just saying. (laughs) The same goes for Miss Dixie, too. Absolutely, Miss Dixie and Shep. They're going to have to cry out of my dead cold hands, man. (laughs) There you go. All right. It's been a wonderful day here. It is. Uh, look for us again Monday. Actually, Monday, I will be doing a chill show. So come uh, check me out. Come uh, be with me in the chill show. Chilling out with the pulse. Be Monday morning, 10 a.m. Alaska time, 2 p.m. Eastern. I will be back. Have a great weekend out there. Be safe and be kind. Uh, I got one more song for you guys on the way out. Uh, I think I need a little dropkick Murphy's to kick this off. And uh, yeah, just have a good weekend out there. Show some love out there. Thank you all for what you do here at The Pulse. From myself, Denali Burrow Brett, Tucson Scott, and executive producer, Miss Susie. BK, be safe and be kind. Enjoy your weekend. I'll see you soon and out on the bean. I've seen a lot of sights and traveled many miles. Shake a thousand hands. And we can all say we're going out in style. Here we go. Sing me one last
Cause I've been slugging from a stash of Desi Quayle's 1980s That's all, folks. <laughs> 